And, uh, but I apologize that I don't have the pamphlets. I thought I would have them. I'd be able to bring them to give it to you to, that you should join us. We're going to be learning this Torah for the next six months. We're going to talk about why we, what this concept's all about. But for the next six months until Tuba, which is a big stretch. <laughs> it's a big, long stretch to learn a Torah. But um, Rav Nachman spoke, this is the idea. The concept comes from, let's go backwards. There's a famous story, Chabad brings this story, but it's a real story that happened by the Baal Shem, the Baal Shem Tov, when used to, it was known that Baal Shem Tov used to make Aliyah's Neshama. There's long, many, many stories into one, but I'll tell you a nice thing. I heard this from the Skolyu Rebbe, who heard it, he says, Ish mi pish, in other words, he heard it directly from the Tamid Baal Shem Tov, that this is the way when the Baal Shem Tov used to have Aliyah's Neshama, he would flip backwards like a person could flip forwards, just like you can bend your body forward. He would flip backwards, and and that's when he would go into this, it was like seizures. It was like a seizure, and he had Ali's neshama. And one of the times that he, and it was very frequent that the Baal Shem Tov had Ali's neshama, and the Talmudim already knew, and his family really knew that when he was going through the seizure, they weren't worried. They were just waiting for him to come back to see what he's going to say. So on one of his uh, Ali's Neshama trips, so he came back and afterwards he said that he went into the Heichel of Mashiach, he went into all the Heichelas, he went into all the sanctuaries of every different tzaddik until he came to the Heichel of Mashiach. And he said, it's a famous, I mean, Chabad says this all over, everybody, there's a song on it, Amos Aikosima. He said, when will you, when will you reveal yourself? So everybody knows the other the Gemara says, Hayoyim Today, if you're going to, if you serve Hashem today, Hayoyim then that's when I'm going to become. That means I'm Mashiach will come any minute. But he adds about Hashem of Kishiyafutsu Mayonasecha Chutza. When your Mayonas, when your springs of Torah will be spread out to the world, Hachutza, to the world, the world will accept your Torah, that's when I'm going to come. And we know that the Bashem of started, he was the innovator of Hasidus, and Hasid, the innovation of Hasidus was the value and the power of every single Yid. Uh, I always say the famous story, um, I don't know if I mentioned it the last time, I, but if I did, it's good I to say it again, because it's a story that really talks to us, that there was one Yom Kippur, and it was known, the Baal Shem Tov had 60 Chavraya, uh, Shishim Gibarim, they were called, 60 Chavraya of the Baal Shem Tov, and they all came together, and the Baal Shem Tov Erev Yom Kippur said that there's a terrible gzera in Klal Yisrael, and that we really have to dive to be mevatel that gzera. And all the Talmud, the Baal Shem Tov, got together, and they uh, called Nidre, and then Shachris, and Musaf, and they all dive, and right before Ne'ilah, before, uh, sorry, there was a shepherd that lived near the city of Mezhibus that didn't know anything, did not know even olive berries, didn't know anything, anything, but his father had recently passed away. And he knew Yom Kippur was a day, the Saudi's going to go to Shul on Yom Kippur. He comes into Shul right before Ne'ilah, at the time that Baal Shem Tov is giving his biggest drasha, and he's saying, Rabbi Say, there's a terrible gzera on Klai Yisrael, and you have to mamish daven b'chol koicha in order to be mevatel, and we have not yet been mevatel this gzera. And the shepherd heard this, uh, the the, the, the Shem, he was so inspired that he didn't he didn't know how to daven, but he took out his whistle, 
and he blew on the top of his lungs, he blew the whistle that he would use to call the sheep, that's what he used. And Hashem Tov turned around and said, this shepherd, he was Mavatul Gzir. The story is a story, and Oikr, the base in London. That means, if a person knew how to learn Torah, he was something. If a person didn't know how to learn Torah, he was nothing. So they And they didn't have a place. And the, the Baal Shem Tov came to show the power in every single story. If you look at the stories of Baal Shem Tov, you'll see, you'll notice the underlying theme, the underlying theme of all the stories together are that everything is to show that every single Yid has a power. Whether he's connected to directly to the Torah or even if seemingly completely disconnected, but the Kedusha Yisrael of every single Yid is powerful and we cannot judge and we love to judge. That's how we're conditioned is that we judge, we judge, we judge and this, this whole competition and superiority and, and that's mamish the hefech of connection to Hashem. The hefech of connection to Hashem is humbleness, humility, the way to connect to Hashem is a, so Hashem and every Yid has a power and there's no such a thing as a superior Yid. Even the Kohanim and Levim, it's what I just learned. I forgot the puzzle, but it's because they were Mi-Yisro, the, the a Kayin, which you would think is superior because he was a priest, but it's because he's a Chalik of Klal Yisrael. It came from us. We determined that there's Kohanim and Levim in Yisrael, but it's not from a place of superiority. There is no superiority in Yiddishkeit. The only superiority is the Rabbi Yisrael and the, the only way to connect. You do become superior because when you're connected to Hashem, you're automatically superior. And that's the beauty of every single Yid of Klal Yisrael. So with that said, Baal Shem Tov came to innovate that the power of every single Yid and every single Yid, no matter where he is, has the power to connect to Hashem to the highest level. The previous Torah that we just learned, Mamish teaches us that, that from the lowest place you can come to the highest place, which makes no sense through with our intellect and our cleverness, but yet it is. And we have to believe. Who said to me before, you got to believe. Even though today he asked me, how's your day today? I said, the best day ever. Do I really feel like it's the best day ever? No. You know, I woke up this morning and then you start thinking about the week, the beginning of the week, and best day ever. But it is the best day ever, because if it wasn't the best day ever, we wouldn't exist. It means that it has to be the best. Now, I don't feel it, and I don't see it. Doesn't mean it's not. Doesn't mean it. That's part of our journey. That's part of what we're going through here, is to reveal that in the hardest times, that's when it's the most precious times. That's the best day ever. So the point is that Hasidus gives us the Pneumia Satoria, the inside to, to see what's underneath. To see what's underneath. It's not just what you see external. This one is the Oivet Hashem and this one is not. It's not. It's to see, to be able to unlayer and to have a little bit of vision of spirituality and not see the world just as mundane as it is because because it cannot be every table, every cup, every everything that exists can't exist unless there's something Ruchni. There's something spiritual that exists because the creator that created the world is in a place of complete spirituality. Yet, he he he, he removed himself in order to give a Gashmistic world, a materialistic world, but there's nothing materialistic about this world. Everything that's materialistic really has spirituality inside. However, 
It's challenge. That's our challenge. Our challenge is to find to game of hiding or seek. That you know, famous game of hiding or seek. That Hashem is playing hide or seek with us for six thousand years. He made a, a a world, hid himself everywhere, but the the. And 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 he really hit himself well because you know you know but and sometimes we give up you know I don't know if you were a kid but if you had if we played hide and go seek when you were a kid there was one guy that always hit himself well after a while you just gave up looking for him and then the game and he's still hiding hiding he's wondering why isn't anybody coming can you imagine what Hashem feels like if we were to say that it's feelings and feelings we give up we search a little bit touch a little bit and then we give up. But he wants us to search for him. That's our whole avoider here is to search for Rebansha. So where I'm going is that Balshantov came to innovate that nakuda of seeing, being able to see more from what you see externally. There's always something deeper to and connect to that deeper part, which is really the spiritual spiritual part of everything and every person and every object and everything that we go through life. And that's what he gave over, Torah Zachsidus. And if you notice all the Torah Zachsidus, globally, there's a there's one, it's always talking about more than what you see in the Pasuk, more than what you see in, there's always something, and it's different. It's not just from the words, it's what's underneath the words. And Torah Kabbalah, Torah Zachsidus is mamish, where we bechlal don't understand that every ice, is made up of components of different revelations, and everything is so, 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 so deep and so big, because the world of spirituality is ain't of, it's endless, it's infinite, there is no limitations to it. And once you start, and it gets scary, because once you start entering it, you say, yay, I want to stay normal, normal, what's normal? We think normal is that we're grounded, and you know what means grounded? Grounded means that we behave like everybody else, that's normal? Who says norm? What determines normal? Bechlal, what determines normal? What most people do is normal. So that means the normal of 10 years ago and the normal of today, different normal, that means that's normal. But we know the truth. We know that 10 years ago, normal was not even in regular things. Normal was different than normal today. So who says today is normal? We know that anybody who was alive 10 years ago knows today's normal is not normal. So can you imagine if you go back in time, what's really normal? And we need to be normal? Why can't we flip out? What's wrong with flipping out? Once in a while, and maybe all the time, who says normal is normal? And we can't, you understand? It's, but it's conditioned in us. Why? Because it's brought, we, 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 we need to behave like everybody else. Who determined that? It keeps moving and moving. And today in the world, like the, what we see here, the, 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 I'm not, I don't want to go into politics and liberalism and kfira, the biggest kfira that ever existed in the world is to be kaifer of anything that could be, anything that's, that you say, anything that's authority, we're kaifer. That's what we do. We believe. I, we could be contradicting yourself today, tomorrow, that doesn't make a difference. We believe that you can't have authority. There can't be a melech. What they're saying is there is no such a thing as a melech. Equal rights. A man is a woman and a woman is a man. They're saying, well, who said? The Muslim said there's man and woman. Who said? And that's the biggest, we're in the biggest gullus ever. Rav says in the Kutalochas, Mamash. And he saw it 200 years ago. 
that the Golos of the Nefesh, the Golos of the soul, is the biggest Golos because we're, we're surrounded with that normality. Normality is the most abnormal thing in the world, and we need to confine because we do, because that's how we are, that's our condition. Yet, what it does is it distances us more and more and more and more from the real place of our spirituality. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Came along the Balshantav who saw this vision of Klal Yisrael going through the depths of Mamish of where we're challenged, we're so challenged, even though from one side you see Tyre so big, it's really, I don't think in generations there was this bigness of Tyre, that Tyre is so big, and yet you see at the same time the challenges of assimilation and the challenges of even within the Tyre, thousands and thousands, but there's so many people falling and falling and falling and falling and falling, that there was never, in the, so you see like this paradox, but Torah's Achsidus and Sisrei Torah is the only way out, my friends. The only way. I know that maybe you were taught in yeshivas differently. I was also taught differently. It's the only way. Doesn't mean that you shouldn't chas v'shom. We need nigla. We need, we need to learn. Faket, combine it. It's, everybody thinks Chasidus is exclusive. It's inclusive. It's not exclusive. And Breslov Befrat, which I'm building up to. So this was all the Balshamtiv's thing. And all the Tamid Balsham really did this. The one who took on the Balshamtiv's mission in radically more than any, like not normal at his time, was Reb Nachman. Reb Nachman Mamish went radical and said the most radical things at his time that I, my father used to say that if Reb Nachman was alive today, we probably would be against him. Who wouldn't be against him? 38, 30, 38. At 20, he was saying things that were just not, even though he was a, they, only because he was a grandson of the Baal Shem Tov, they accepted him, but he was radical and not normal. He was not normal. He couldn't have been normal. Even in the Hasidic world, he couldn't have been normal. You know, there's a book, I never read it because my father asked me not to read it, even though I'm intrigued to read it like crazy. But it's, there's a book written about Reb Nachman and by, by a non-from person. And the book is called Torm... I, I, saw, I saw it's still available on Amazon. I don't recommend reading it. Not because of that, because my father didn't let me read it. So I, it must be that it's not good, but I'm still in... It's written by some... But he still says it's called Tormented Master. And he, what he, what I understood from people who read the book is that it, he, they describe Reb Nachman in the way where the reason why he was so brilliant and he saw such things is because he went through such tsaris and and he went through all the tibus and all the things and the way he describes Reb Nachman, he describes Reb Nachman as a tormented master. He was tormented. You no, know, tormented means demons and. The point, my point is, we believe that that's not what it was. That Rav Nachman was such a big tzaddik that he was able to go into, see, all the higher you are, the bigger the coverage is. Right? The higher the light is, the more coverage is. He went so, so high that he was able to see the lowest, lowest places and talk and give advice to anybody who's in any kind of place of the world. Anyway, so the point is that Rav Nachman, we believe that 
more than other chassidus, and not because it's more, because he spoke directly to the nefesh, he spoke directly to the soul, he wasn't malbashed in a Torah that seems abstract, everything that he talks to is things that you're being challenged with, it's talking about challenges of day-to-day challenges, so we believe, and Reb Nachman himself said that when my Torah will be accepted in the world, you can prepare for Mashiach, which means that and we've seen, let me tell you, so growing up in Brazil, I mentioned last time, we were, we were near Duffim. How do you say near Duffim? In, in, what? Pursued. Pursued. We were per, pursued. And today it's much, much more accepted. Look, Baruch Hashem, Rabbi Dalia invited us to Edison, New Jersey, to be able to talk about Rabbi Nachman to 10 people. Amol, there was no such a thing. Who would... Talk about Rav Nachman, that crazy, those crazy people that run to the fields and scream, Abba, Tata, and, 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 and these crazy guys, you want to be associated with these abnormal people? And today we're starting to realize that, yeah, that is the way to connect, to connect and scream, Oi, Tata, Oi, Abba, where, Father, where are you? I want to connect to you. So the world is starting to accept this more because we're so distant, and we realize that Rav Nachman's Torah talks to every single person. So now, Rav Nachman also said, and this is all a build-up of explanation of why, I don't know if we'll get into the Torah today, because I don't know what the time limit is, but um, this is just a little bit of a history to explain. Rav Nachman, so uh, traditionally, Breslov learned Rav Nachman's Torah, and we learned it as... Two, there were two approaches of looking at Reb Nachman's Torah because they're so high and sometimes the language seems to be a language barrier, but it's only a language barrier. It's not really, people get shunned away and they, they you know, open and look around and say, oh, he talks about Malchus, the, here, the, this Torah, we talk about Malchus, Malchus is a sphere, that's one of the ten spheres, forget about closing, that's not for me, how could that be talking to me? You understand? And we close up the thing and we shy away from it. And even if we do take it, we're going to go look through the Torah. We're going to find that, oh, this is the Torah where Nachman talks about. You know the song? So, yeah, that's a beautiful concept of Hashem is concealed in a concealment. That talks to me. So most people will take out of Rabbi Nachman a phrase of a lengthy Torah that's built with such beauty and mechanics, but not just mechanics to fascinate the brain, mechanics that will fascinate the heart and the soul and ignite the soul. And when you understand the path and the building and the beauty of it, first of all, you find your own advice from it. Besides advice that everybody, there's a global advice, but Rabbi Nachman had this gift that he saw every single neshama, and he talks to you. And when you, when you look at it as a one-on-one dialogue, and you're listening to his Torah, not just because I want to say Shalashudah's Torah, because I want to have a nice word. Oh, what does Rabbi Nachman say on this week's parasha? Let me look up what Rabbi Nachman said. No. Uh, Rabbi Nachman is about journey. It's about your journey. It's about connection. It's about help. It's about SOS. It's about every time you talk, talk his Torah, you learn his Torah, he's directly talking to you. It's crazy. And the same phrase could be talking to two different people two different ways. Same words. Amazing. It doesn't make sense. It's spiritual. It's beyond the comprehension of our limited peanut brain. 
even all our brains together, and all the brains of everyone together, the smartest people in the world, still cannot comprehend one little bit of spirituality that's part of the infinite and the endless and HaKadosh Baruch and the world. And Rabbi Nachman had, he was this tzaddik that the Moshe Rabbeinu B'dareinu, we know that the Zerah says, is Pashtusa, the Moshe Rabbeinu B'chol Davidar, that every single generation has the expansion of Moshe Rabbeinu in that generation. And Rabbi Nachman says that not only do you have the expansion, the ability of Moshe Raya Mehemna, which means he was the faithful shepherd. And what was the, I saw this from the Babacher Rebbe this week, by the way. Same, it's the same Torah. By the way, I just want to tell you, Babacher Rebbe's Torah is fascinating. And I find in his Torah, the Kutumran all over the place. It's Mamash, like, and it was, he says on this week's Pasha, he says, the this past Pasha, the Atta Tetzav is Bnei Yisrael. So, so he asks a question. He says, the Banjam is talking to Moshe Rabbeinu, and he's telling him, the Ato who was the one that went to to light the menorah? take oil to, in order to light the menorah. Lahalo is What? Who was the one lighting the menorah? Aaron. So, what was the Banjam? He's telling you, you So, you command the call yourself. and they should bring to you shemen zayizoch. So he says, what's pshadik? So he explains that the tzaddik, and this is the Torah Sachsidis, which is Mamish Torah Zerub Nachman also. The tzaddik, Moshe Rabbeinu's job, and one and only job, was to connect Klal Yisrael to Rabbeinu Shalom. To connect us. To, the tzaddik's job is to be a conduit. He is the conduit. Everybody asked the question, you know, especially the Litvaks. How could you go to the Rebbes and how could you daven to a caver of a tzaddik? Daven to Rabbi Yisrael, the famous question, right? Daven to Rabbi Yisrael, why? So everybody answers that the reason is we're really, and it's true, we're davening to Rabbi Yisrael, b'schus the tzaddikim. B'schus this tzaddik that elevated himself to such a high madriga. But there's much, 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 much more. The tzaddik is the conduit, which means the tzaddik is the one who takes responsibility for every single nefesh of Klal Yisrael, no matter where he is. Moshe Rabbeinu took responsibility when Klal Yisrael, that's called Raya Mehemna, that's what, why was he called a faithful shepherd? He was a faithful shepherd, shepherd that takes care of his sheep, takes care of every single sheep. No matter what happens, he's worried about his sheep. Moshe Rabbeinu, the tzaddik, he worried about every sheep. And when Yidin, 40 days after Matan Torah, 11 hours after Moshe Rabbeinu didn't show up. 11 hours. Boom. We were the Dardaya. We got, we we heard the Dibur from the biggest event in the history of Kali Yisrael was Matan Torah. And they saw, everybody saw the Kailas. And it says all the, the deaf people became... And there was Nisim that were beyond, beyond Nisim. Can you imagine that event? Can you imagine what it looked like? Just try to be, I know we always hear the stories, but, you know, look at today's type of big events, big concerts. Okay, the biggest concert of the world, on the grandest stage of the world, we were there. We saw a Nisim happening all over the place. And you see Hashem, the Eivishter, they saw saw God. Forty days later, 
they fall and they betray betray to the biggest thing and that Moshe Rabbeinu is in the middle of getting the Torah Mamash, they're giving them the, the biggest, the, 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 this is it and the Rabbeinu tells him this week this week's Pasha this coming week's Pasha you're going to see that the Mamash so what does Moshe Rabbeinu say What's, what, what, what does the tzaddik say Tzadik says to Rabbanisham, Why are you getting angry? What do you mean, why am I getting angry? I just showed them everything. And 40, 11 hours of a mistake in calculation, and boom, they're out of here. They're out of here. What do you mean, why? Lama yechra And Moshe Chazal tell us all the, the tiniest that Moshe Rabbeinu had to Rabbanisham. But the biggest taina was, I saw this, by the way, this is in a different Torah in the Kutumran. It was a beautiful shot that Moshe Rabbeinu, the tzaddik, he has the ability to find the Nekudas Toivus in every single one of Klal Yisrael. And every, there's no such a thing as a Jew that doesn't have something good about him. There has to be something good in every single Jew. And Moshe Rabbeinu had the, the tzaddik, he has the ability to find the Nekudas Toivus in everybody. But what happens when the guy doesn't have anything? He doesn't have anything. So Reb Nazan says that there's always the Nakuda Torah that he's a Yid. He has something that he was born a Yid, even though he didn't do any Maisim. He has nothing. Just every day we make a bracha. That's the Nakuda Torah. And the Tzaddik has the ability to find that Nakuda Torah and identify you with that Nakuda Torah that you yourself say, and we saw this now with this whole thing with Hamas with, in, in October 7th, you saw that, the, that there was such period in Klai Yisrael that it brought such an achdus all of a sudden. Why? Because we touched the Nakuda of Kedusha Yisrael. These people in the Nova Festival and all the people that were killed over there, they were killed because they're a yid. So you see, oh, what woke up by everybody, all of a sudden everybody's running and giving and beautiful. And there's achters and clouds, but and every type of yid is connected to every type of yid. Why? Because we touched the essence of who we are. So it says, Lama Yechra, Abcha Mecha. What was his time to Rabbanishalam? Time to Rabbanishalam was it's Amecha. It's your nation. They all have Nakudas Tavis. They have you. You want Yechra Abcha Ba'amecha. Why are you getting angry at your na- They had nothing. He talked 11 hours later. Lama Yechra Abcha Ba'amecha. Ba'yoyim Hashem. Salachti Kedvarecha. And the Ebishter said, then, Salachti Kedvarecha, I'll forgive them like you said. Because you took responsibility. The Tzaddik, there are Tzaddikim Miyuchadim. Tzaddikim Miyuchadim. And these are one of the tzaddikim yuchadim that in every generation uh, that they took take responsibility for Klal Yisrael. Reb Nachman took responsibility. Reb Nachman said many things. Anybody who come, anybody who says Tikkun Hakol, even though he sins the biggest sins, ten kapit lachtolim, he, he he promised. He gave avtocha. And if you come say it by his caver, a bigger avtocha that'll take you out of shaltach. There's a mitachtav. But Reb Nachman said took responsibility for every single yid. So Memele, his Torah, 
which is back to the previous thing that we said, Yafutza, when is Mashiach going to come? So taking Rab Nachman's Torah and spreading Rab Nachman's Torah, Bifrat, is the Torah of Hashem and that will bring Mashiach. Now, we started, so Breslov, we started saying they learned it in a way of chizik or a way of Osiris, either a way of inspiration, and you found a sentence in every paragraph that was inspiring, or a way of chizik when, you know, when you're down and out, you go into the your toolbox and you say, ah, what do I have today? Nekudas toivas, I got a nekudas, I use that. I have simcha, I have mikvah, all the different things that Rabbi Nachman spoke about, and you take them out of your toolbox, which is gewaldic, and we're not discounting it at all. But what we're trying to do is, a couple of years ago, they started learning, is to, Rav Nachman spoke about living his Torah. How do you live a Torah? And really, living the Torah means living the Torah. And every Torah, in order to live that Torah, you have to learn that Torah and absorb yourself in the Torah and challenge Rav Nachman all the time because he wants, he said it, he, want, he said, ask Kashas and say to Ruth, be mechadash in my Torah. And 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 by by asking and living the Torah, that that by learning the Torah, but in depth learning the Torah and challenging everything, everything we challenge everything, but not from a chassidism in a way of challenging like what are you talking about? Challenging in a way we want to understand, and not every question do we get an answer to, but. Many questions come out. Uh, you have mahalchem and different mahalchem in the Torah, and there's something beautiful that started. And we started. We have a whole bunch of kailim that we have in Eretz Yisrael. My friend who really started the project, he has about 14, and he has over 2,000 people learning uh, the Torah, living the Torah. And over here, me little guy over here in America, we have five kailim, and I have two in Eretz Yisrael as well total of seven, over 120 guys that are living the Torah. We have in Lakewood, we have in all over. And Rabbi Gedalia, over here, somehow found me. I don't know how, but... And he is interested in and saying that we should try to do it over here also. And since this Taka lengthy Torah, Torah Nun Vav, which is the next Torah, which talks about Purim and Shavuos, it's a little bit of Pesach as well, and it's a beautiful, beautiful Torah, as every Torah is. And again, don't get discouraged when you the language starts talking about Malchus. You, everybody could understand Malchus in the simplest even is, am I a Melech or myself? Forget about anybody else. Am I a Melech? Do, am I in control? Who's, who's in control? Me or the Eight Zahara? Who's in control? So we can understand Malchus without going into spheres, and you can learn the Torah with that way. And... Um, I would love to be part of it in any way that I can. Whether so, I do. I'll tell you like this: if anybody's interested, since the Kailam, we also started a social media WhatsApp and Zoom Shirum. So I have a WhatsApp group that we're all we have a few hundred people that are on the WhatsApp group. I invite all of you to be part of it and promote it. It's not, by the way, living the Torah. One thing I this is my maybe I'm wrong, but this is my my opinion. You cannot live the Torah without giving it over to someone else. You have to, I always say, if there's a guy in the coil, I'm, you know, the coil, you know, like they get paid. If you want, we can pay. If you pay every, every if you learn every day, I'm asking him to pay also. You know, but, so, but we pay the Yungalite to learn. So I said, if you don't have a Chavrusa outside the coil, at least 15 minutes a day, I don't care if it's your wife, your children, I don't care who, 
But if you're not expressing this Torah 15 minutes a day outside the coil, then you're not then you're not with the program. This program is to live the Torah. You cannot live the Torah without giving over the Torah. And you can give the Torah to anybody. Wherever I go. I mean, we're just coming out of it. I'm not, I didn't come out of it yet, but we, we came out of a Torah now of Ayeh. When I was here last time, I was in the beginning of it. Today, it is a revelation. It is something that is so dear. I could give it to anybody because it's, Rabbi Nachman gives you, teaches you the power of restart, of, of the power of control, all delete, of factory reset on yourself, and not only going forward, but going backwards, and not only for yourself, but everybody that's connected to you in your environment, and it gives you a, a, a factory reset. Who doesn't want a factory reset? I mean, come on. We all, no matter where we are, we all, but yeah, we want to have the beauty from what we have, but our all the negativity that we've gone through, that challenging and the hard, we get the ability to scream aye, to scream, to scream aye, but scream on the top of your lungs and recognize self-awareness and see your distance from our Kodesh Baruch to see how far you are, but yet how close you could be in one second. And these are all the Torahs, Achasidis and all the Torahs of Rab Nachman. So I'm encouraging, or if you want, I'm ready to keep going. But I thought that this is a good intro to going into Torah Nunvav. And I welcome all of you to come be part of it. And if you want to join, if you join the WhatsApp group, you can also, we're going to have Zoom Shirem where we're going to have togetherness. We can even make groups, separate groups. I, I, I'm open to anything. I'm open. I want to spread Rav Nachman's story. I was gifted that Hashem put me with a name Nachman, born to, and for 54 years I messed up and I didn't do anything with it. And I, 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 now I got a new mission. The mission, I understand clearly that everything that I went through till now was all to be able to promote and rara and coach and 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 and, uh, and and yeah get more people connected to this Torah because this is the Torah that's going to save us and being the redemption of our souls from our souls and the Claudius general redemption of Claudius soul to bring Mashiach to Kenu be Mehira Amen.